25 seconds left to play. You're listening to the Matt Wyatt Show. I want winners. This crowd is alive. Play to win the game. Wyatt from the shotgun, two backs alongside. Knock him out, John. Wyatt gets the ball. It won't be long. Wyatt back to throw. Wyatt looks. Fires toward the end zone. Passes. Caught for touchdown by Matthew Butler. Speak to. They are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. I get out of hand. Just, just tell me I'm a jerk and shut up. Let's go scatter the west right tight. That's left. 372 wide sticks. He's The Matt Wyatt Show. He's Radio Wyatt. Well, how am I going to go to college? I'll just play football. Football. Let's. I wish I could play some football. Don't you wish you were young enough and flexible enough and strong enough and fast enough to play competitive football? I'm not. Are you? I'm going to go ahead and speak for Roger. He's not either. We're not. <laughs> We're not, but maybe you are. But if we you can... see me running fast, you need to run also. <laughs> Something's bad wrong, Roger, if you're running, isn't it? <laughs> that's, that's right. Something's like, he's running from something if Roger is running. I got behind me. This is my theory, though. Now, this may make a lot of people mad. When I was younger, I used to run just for the heck of it, right? And then there was a period of time where I used to jog and run all the time to stay in great shape. This was when I was single. But, you know, I wanted... Uh, I wanted as little body fat as I could walk around with, wanted all my muscles popping, stay in great shape, right? And and you know, be very hard to keep that up, ain't it? Right. <laughs> but my theory is having you know my own experience, we're all running from something. If anybody that runs, anybody that runs and it's not in a competitive sporting event is running from something. <laughs> Whether we know it or admit it. Run, Forrest. Like, like again, when I was in my 20s, you know, and I'm jogging, running all the time, staying in great shape, lifting weights. Well, the running I did, you know what I was running from? I was running from a less attractive me. You were running from <laughs> Fat Matt. I was running from Fat Matt. Anybody? <laughs> he never caught you, did he? Hey, they well, they uh, always end up, they, they, they outlast you. They'll catch you. Uh, yeah. Fat Matt has just walked me down. <laughs> Eventually, I stopped running, and now he's just walking me down. All right, welcome into the Farm Bureau studio. What a start. What a start. Welcome into the Farm Bureau studio. Say it with me. Farm Bureau, go! With the home team. They are your home team at Farm Bureau. Local agents, competitive rates, fast and friendly service. Let me tell you right now, I just got a confirmation via text message. That if nothing pops up out of the ordinary, then at the end of this hour, the homecoming queen is going to make an appearance on the show. She'll be back. I don't know what we'll talk about, but we'll talk with her and just see what's up. We'll see how her day's going. I hadn't seen her much today. How'd you start Starkville uh, thing go? Was that last night? Yeah, that was last night. It went really well. We had Catfish, uh, Eric Hallberg, and the folks at The Breakfast Club, formerly Cappy's Steakhouse. And um, they now, you know, breakfast open through lunch through like 2 p.m. and uh, stayed open for us. And let me tell you something, Roger. Let me tell you something. 
That's some of the best catfish I have ever put in my mouth. And apparently you can get it every day at lunch if you want to at the breakfast club there in Starkville. Holy mackerel, it was good catfish. Now, I didn't eat mine until after the thing was over, but I started eating it on the way home because they fixed me a to-go. Gracious, it was good. But yeah, had a nice crowd. I got to see some people I know, some meet some people I didn't know previously, and we did a little scouting report on State and Auburn and watched some film together, so that was cool. And and uh, then we got it uh, wrapping it up next week with Tupelo and Jackson. So um, a week from yesterday, we got Tupelo. A week from tomorrow to be Jackson at Char. If you want tickets, there's a few, just a handful left to the Jackson event uh, at Char next Thursday, October 3rd. And get your ticket at mattwyattmedia.com. If you're watching online, Facebook or Twitter, here you go. Just go mattwyattmedia.com and uh, click on events. And you'll be able to get tickets right there, so we'll see you. So the fish were good. How how was the how were the uh, the hush uh, puppies? Oh, really good. Really. Hey, when you good. go to a restaurant, they've got really good fish and a dried out hush puppy. Yeah, no, they, I, they, I tell you, man, they, and they kind of have Eric and the guys there. That that catfish and the hush puppies, everything they fix, has a reputation. You know, it's, it's their reputation precedes them as being really, really good. And so I drove home from Starkville to Tupelo, and I'm eating the fish and the hush puppies on the way home. But I only ate like a couple of the French fries. And then when I got home, I left the to-go plate sitting in the passenger seat with the French fries in it. And so when we get in the car to go to school this morning, the car smells like French fries. It actually smelled pretty good, I guess, compared to what other things it could smell like, potentially. But, uh, yeah, it smelled pretty good. So anyway, appreciate you asking. It did go well. And uh, looking forward to next week. Okay, look, if you're tuning in here on Hump Day, it is a Wednesday in the Farm Bureau studio. You can be a part of the show, as always, several different ways to do that. If you could see what I see, I ought to take a picture so you could see it. On my right, I got a computer here with the call screen. The Divini Equipment phone line, 995-1059. So give me a shout, 601-995-1059. Just here on my left shoulder, a computer where I can see the text line. <laughs> right there, the text line, 885-ESPN or 885-3776. Uh, feel free to text the show. I'm going to get to you, Norman, and Mitchell. I'll get to your text here in just a sec. Also, got Facebook going. I can see your Facebook comments. I'll try to keep an eye on those. And then uh, Twitter, if you want to tweet me during the show at any point in time, feel free. It's just at Radio Wyatt, and that's over there on another screen. I got more screens in here. They all give off heat. It gets really hot in here in the studio, so it's my fault. Roger, I tweeted yesterday that uh, here here in the studio, the air when the air conditioner kicks on, up a, it sounds like it's up above my head in the attic. It makes a noise. It sounds like when the the pilot on the airplane tells you to, you can turn off your fasten seatbelt sign or whatever it is. You know, it goes bong, <laughs> and every now and then really? there's, there's some noise up here doing that when the AC comes on, but it's. <laughs> It's working when it comes on. It keeps me cool. So there you go. You may now move about the cabin. You, that's what it sounds like. It goes boom. It's the same noise. Freaks me out every time I hear it. All right. So give me a call. Text me. Tweet me. And we'll get going here on a Wednesday. First up on the text line, 885-ESPN. 885-ESPN. Mitchell says, go, Matt. Thanks, Mitchell. Where am I going? Crazy. Follow me. Norman says, 
I hope somebody uh, named Simon will text the show so I can say Simon says. Norman says, Matt, uh, was it just me or did the interviews with Schrader and Stevens reveal nothing about who likely starts on Saturday? No, it's not just you. That's exactly what they wanted to do, Norman, is give away not one single solitary thing about who is actually going to play because they are different. Those two guys are different. Uh, you have to prepare for them differently. If Auburn knew for sure that Garrett Schrader was going to start and take every snap, they have a certain way they would prepare for the defense. Versus if they knew for certain it was Tommy Stevens going to play and take every snap. They'd have to prepare a little differently, frankly. So if you're state, you coach those guys up. Don't say this. Don't say that. If you want to say it this way, that'll be fine. And you say it that way so that there's ambiguity and nobody really knows and we'll find out on Saturday. So the fact, Norman, that you didn't pick up anything from the press conference is means it's a win for them because they don't want you to pick up anything like that, who's going to play and who isn't, uh, on Saturday. There he is, the man with his own sound effect on the Divinity Equipment phone line, Mr. Chicken Hawk. What's up, Chicken Hawk? What else? What? Hey, man, uh, uh... Well, this poll's up right now. I'm trying to pump some of this Dominic feed off over here at one of these poultry palaces. Uh-huh. And then, you know, of course, Jesus is up. He's waiting to get me and you both one day. But look at him. Oh, I didn't know what y'all was talking about, but what you just said, boy, that was brilliant. I had to hand it to you. That, that was some good stuff right there. What? <laughs> you them, because, you know, they've been, they they saying, you know, it's going to be both of them. They don't know who's going to start, but they're going to play both. But what you said makes sense. But I'm going to tell you something. Do they have a flak jacket when you play? A flak jacket? Yes. you talking about the rib protectors? Yeah, yeah. Yes, they did have those. You know, well, well, back in the day, you know, back in like 75, 6, 7, and 8, they didn't have nothing like that. And I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> Uh, you ever had yours broke or cracked or bruised? I've only had them bruised, I, and I had to. I went through the the whole bruised sternum thing one time, and then the bruised ribs thing one time. And my dad, when he played uh, ball coming up, he went through the cracked ribs thing, and his, his stories about it are like horror stories, like true real life horror stories. Like it's really, really awful. I'm gonna tell you something, folks. You are, uh, that's, that's the thing. I don't know what Tommy's situation is, but uh, either way, even with a bruise, I mean, with that flak jacket, you know, you make it have that, but if it's cracked or broke or anything else, I don't, uh, it's like somebody, if you just try to move or roll over in the bed, mm. I mean, you, you'll wake everything in the house up because <laughs> uh, you know how you that button you hit for me? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, you know my call button. Right, uh-huh. Yep, you squeal like a... The, 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 yeah, the chicken hawk button. Right. Yeah, that's what you'll do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll promise you, you won't be out there chucking no football, <laughs> no football unless they got you on some good stuff. Now, yeah. I know they got some good stuff. I mean, they, they, I've been on it before, too, you know, with something broken off, but uh, I don't think they can play ball, but they might. Who knows? But look at him, man, you know... Did you get a chance to check my stuff out? Yeah, I did. I was very impressed with your um, your lyrical ability, Chicken Hawk. Very impressed. You think I need to go to Nashville? Not yet. What about Hollywood? Well, 
I mean, you can go, just don't. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't sell your house before you leave and quit your job. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, but look, I'm, I, I, I'm not gonna give up. You know why? So look, I went to, I went to Hollywood or I went to that area for 23 years hauling chickens out there and bringing produce back. Okay. And hoping I discovered. I had long, pretty blonde hair, like uh, John Bond. Mm. You know, I had real, and, and uh, uh, my man Dylan Day. Oh, I yeah. look, you know, I got a picture. Yeah, I got a picture of me and Dylan, and uh, uh, Lou Bell says he could have been my son. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, yeah. I was pretty. I had a girlish figure and all that. Had it pretty. Long. But uh, I, I went I'm gonna hey, Chicken Hog. I'm gonna get you one of those T-shirts uh, that I saw this guy wearing, and it says, "The older I get, the better I was." The better. <laughs> Boy, you ought to quit. I want it. <laughs> This thing done stopped up, man, on me. Look here. I don't let you go, brother. All Love right. you both. And keep, keep, keep in strain down there, Roger. Don't let them get away from you. And don't forget, <laughs> i got to say it twice because I, I didn't do it at the first. Hell State, Hell State. And uh, uh, look at here, Matt. See you. See you. Chicken Hawk, over and out. Don't get on the CB radio and call him good buddy either because apparently that means something different than it used to. That we learned that in a previous Chicken Hawk call. Oh, good old Chicken Hawk! Yeah, he's doing some singing and stuff on Facebook, and uh, it's entertaining. It really is. It really is. Chicken Hawk said he had long hair at one point, like Dylan Day. I bet you did, Chicken Hawk. Hey, look! At one point, we all had long hair. Okay. <laughs> all right. So. Um, Here we go. Uh, A couple of Facebook comments, first of all. Junior on Facebook says, Hey, Matt, the dogs are going to win 28-21 to if we can stop the run. You know, there's an if in there somewhere, right? For sure. Um, Both teams potentially, you know, looking at playing against a freshman quarterback. So the deal would be, how do you get them in third and long? Well, you do that by stopping the run. So if either team, air quotes here, stops the run between State and Auburn, you're going to have a freshman quarterback in third and long some in a definite passing situation and a defense going to lay their ears back and come after him. And then it's a matter of which one can get there. Could be interesting. You know, so if, if both defenses play well, you're going to have a low-scoring game. And I know that doesn't sound like some big revelation, but, you know, I think especially with young quarterbacks, that could be the case. We shall see, though. We shall see. I got a sneaky suspicion it may be a little more competitive game than some people think. You know, states, if you just look at rankings, what Auburn's really highly ranked and states not, but I don't know. We'll see if there's that big of a difference. And remember, last year, state was not ranked when they hosted Auburn, who was ranked ninth in the country. And state put up 350 yards rushing. And what was the final score? 20, what was it? 26 to 3 or 29 to 3 or 29 to 6 or something like that. Didn't, the state didn't give it up a touchdown last year. I read a thing today where some of Auburn's players were saying, and their coach, Malzahn, saying that they were really embarrassed by that game last year and they, it has not gotten out of their system. And they are, they are ready to rewrite history on that. We shall see. All right, Divinity Equipment phone line. Divinity Equipment in Madison and in Jackson, they are your Kubota dealer. The oldest Kubota dealer in the United States have been doing it better longer than anyone else. Bill on the Divinity phone. What's up, Bill? 
Got a question for you, Matt. Um, the 10 Tudorgate victims, or I guess I should call them culprits since they did it to themselves, they played in the game Saturday. So they've got three games left. And my question is this, three games equal six halves. Is there a possibility that, for example, like he could put Willie Gay in there and let him play the first half against Auburn and say if we got ahead, pull him out and then play him the first half against uh, Tennessee in two weeks and then maybe the first half against uh, LSU in three weeks. I mean, can you split it like that, or has it got to be a whole game? As I understand, it's got to be a whole game. You know, so the the um, I guess the technical wording in the suspension of the players is, you know, player A has to miss eight games, right? Player B has to yeah. miss eight games, and the only way that they're going to they're, the only way you're going to satisfy a game of suspension towards your you know eight games is to sit out an entire ball game from the first quarter to the fourth quarter. Now you like we've talked about before, Bill. It's my understanding they can specify which games will be missed by which players, but they is my understanding they cannot you know play it in one half and sit out the other and then sit out the first half next week and combine two halves in different games and make it up as a game. I, I, it's my understanding they cannot do that. Yeah, but it's an interesting question. Okay, thanks. Yeah. yeah. Yes, sir. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. You know, I, they, they manage it pretty well. Uh, if you ask me, I, I feel like the whole injury thing has been more significant on that team than the Tudor stuff anyway. It's just my opinion. What do you mean by that? Well, obviously Tommy Stevens, he changed their offense. I think not having a 100% healthy Tommy Stevens to throw the ball against Kansas State hurt you. Certainly hurt at the end of the game. And then the injury to Cam Dantzler, your best corner, he didn't play a single snap against Kansas State. That also hurt you because... During the game, Maury Smitherman, the other corner, got banged up a little bit. He was kind of limping around, trying to stay loose, and he wore out because he played a whole bunch of snaps because Dancer wasn't in there with a bad leg. Got it healed up, came back against Kentucky, and played really well last week. But there's a couple of injuries who probably played a bigger role in you being, you know, three and one versus four and zero oh right now, more so than the suspension thing is what I guess what I'm saying. Just one man's opinion. You know, and look, everybody, we, we will not know. I did an interview, I guess it was yesterday morning with a, um, or might have been yesterday afternoon. It was yesterday afternoon with a radio station in Alabama over in my home, near my hometown of Montgomery. They asked about the whole suspension thing. And the question was, well, when are you going to know, Matt, who's going to play and who's not in this particular game? And I just told them, look, every week we're in the broadcast booth and within about you know, 15 to 20 minutes before kick, maybe a little sooner than that, they walk in there and hand us a sheet of paper. Everybody in the press box will get it. It's a normal procedure. You get a piece of paper and it'll say if there's any jersey number changes, if somebody's sick or whoever's missing the game for what reason. And you get a list there within a half hour before kickoff, and it says 
These players are unavailable for today's game due to a violation of team rules. And they're all listed right there. And we'll get one of those on Saturday sometime in that last half hour leading up to kickoff. David on the phone in Yazoo City. What's up, David? Hey, man. How's it going? Just right. Just right. Um, on the suspension deal, you know, I think wasn't Gage suspended for a half, be the first half, so you probably won't see him Saturday. Why would you waste him half a game when you could use him for a whole game? Mm-hmm. Um, if, I'm, if I'm understanding right, wasn't he suspended for the first half? Well, you know, it's a good point because he had two um, – he had two of the dead ball personal foul penalties that got him ejected. And that was in the second half. That's right. His ejection was in the second half. And so I assume that's the same as, you know, being ejected for anything else where technically, according to the rule, you would have to miss the first half of the following game if you're ejected and won. So, yeah. Correct. That's that's a good – that's right. That's a good point, David. I guess that means that Willie Gay – Probably for sure not going to be playing in this Auburn game. Hey, thanks for the phone now, call. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate you hanging on. Music started. We get a split. We come back. Whole bunch of Cowboys fans and Saints fans. I haven't talked about it yet. I want you to hear something that Dak Prescott said, but I also want you to hear something that Jerry Jones said. Something Jerry Jones said about playing the Saints. About the Saints. Huge game coming up this weekend in the NFL on Sunday that Sunday night. All that and more, get you some of your comments and your texts all coming up in the Farm Bureau studio. Farm Bureau, go with the home team. Stick around. You're listening to The Matt Wyatt Show. All right, here we go. Rolling along with you on a Wednesday in the Farm Bureau studio. Farm Bureau, go! With the home team. They are your home team at Farm Bureau. Find a local agent. You've got Farm Bureau insurance agents in all 82 counties across the state of Mississippi. And find a local agent. You most likely know them already, but you can see who they are if you are interested at favrates.com. Just go to favrates.com. And look it up by county, by city. Type it in there. You know, Tupelo, Jackson, Greenwood, any of them. And it'll show you who's there and how to get in touch. Also, here on the show, we stay connected to you because of C Spire, the number one network in Mississippi. C Spire, customer inspired. Get the new iPhone 11 at C Spire. iPhone 11, all three cameras. Get it at C Spire. More details coming up. Later in the hour, if everything goes according to plan, the homecoming queen. My wife, Anna Beth, will stop by. We'll check in with her, see what's going on on the Hallmark Channel. <laughs> Had a funny story about, about that. Last night, talked about the Hallmark Channel with some of the guys who came to the film study dinner uh, in Starkville at the Breakfast Club. They served breakfast and lunch. We had catfish because catfish, kind of, they're known for that. Uh, there. Also, hey, coming up, speaking of, of Starkville, coming up in hour number two, Neil Price, Hale State voice. You hear his voice on the highlights uh, throughout the week. 
like this, for instance. And Devontae Jason wide right. Handoff Hill trying to get the corner. Catches a great block from Thomas to free him to the 10. Hurdles for the pylon. Waiting on a signal. Touchdown. Touchdown. (laughs) Yeah, so we'll get Neil in here a little bit later. Talk to him just a little bit about uh, what to look for this coming week. A trip over to Auburn. Um, A little bit like the uh, Howard Dean School of Broadcasting. (laughs) Howard Dean, remind me. He was the guy that did that, you know, we're going to go to the White House. We're going to go to the... Ah! <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, right. He kind of lost it, didn't he? Yeah. Man, that's been... What's that been? 30 years ago? Has it been 30 Has years? Has it been that long? No, surely not. It's been a long time ago. But he still has lived it down. <laughs> yeah, well, probably, Howard Dean will never live that down, uh, most likely. Yeah. All right, so listen up. You want to be a part of the show, you can be. Call me on the Divini phone, 995-1059. 995-1059. It's a 601 number. Call me up. We'll put you on the air. Also, you can text me. A lot of texts here. Let's see. Three Hump Camel said, hey, if you're trying to cool down in the studio, swap the hot coffee for iced coffee. You know, I am just not all into, like, cold coffee. Iced coffee. To me, coffee, like, part of the definition of coffee is it's a hot drink. I don't care if I'm sweating with sweat dripping off my chin outside, you know, this weekend when it's 95 degrees, I'm going to drink coffee hot. It's just me. But I do appreciate the suggestion. I just can't handle the cold coffee. I don't want it cold. I want it hot. You coffee flavored Gatorade. To me, right. Well, to me, Roger would be like, "Hey, it's it's a warm time of the year." Instead of eating hot chicken noodle soup, try the iced chicken noodle soup. Ain't how much sense does that make? I'll bet you a lot of people <laughs> who like it cold like to uh, add some amendments to it. You know, yeah. cream, make it a little sweet. Mm-hmm. Almost like a dessert then. Right. Let's see here. Irish coffee. There you go. Let's see. Well, uh, somebody Norman Texas said, "Well, quote, I'm a man. I'm 45, and I deserve to know who the quarterback is." No, you don't. No, we don't. I'm a man. I'm 40. <laughs> um, Thank you for giving me an excuse to play that. We've been looking for a reason, haven't we? Yeah. Unnamed texture. So get your facts straight. Okay, we will do, Coach Gundy. Thank you. You need to get a haircut, by the way. Let's see. Unnamed texture says, I think it won't be until November until Alabama has a night game. Yeah, what? They gave Alabama an 11 a.m. game this weekend, right? Is it this weekend or was it last weekend? It was last weekend. They were 11 a.m. Three this weekend. Yeah, this that, that's right. They have Ole Miss this weekend at two thirty on CBS. Roger, like the two thirty game. It's going to be a blowout, a blowout. <laughs> on you really think Ole Miss is going to do that well? Well, look, I mean, it's nothing. It's really like nothing against Ole Miss. It's just uh, Alabama's on a different level, man. You go in rolling up into Tuscaloosa for a 2.30 CBS game. It may be interesting for about the first nine minutes, but that'll be it. They'll run away, and the whole country at 2.30 CBS will get to tune in to a second-half game where it's going to be about you know 35-3 to three in the third quarter. Let's see here. All right. There was a couple of things. Somebody mentioned this on Facebook, and then here's a, a texter saying it as well. They believe that Willie Gay was ejected in the first half of the game. Is that right? So it was just before halftime? 
Once there's was ten seconds left. Okay, that's that makes sense. Well, if that's the case, then if his ejection was technically in the first half, then the second half that he was out for would suffice for the the half of football suspension that goes with an ejection. Therefore, he would be eligible to play uh, if they want to play him in the Auburn game. So appreciate y'all bringing that up. Sean said the same thing. He was thinking that Willie Gay got ejected at the end of the the first half. It seems like that's right. Myron is reminding me of the same thing. Ten seconds left, so the second half is the suspension served for him. Okay, got it. Oh, like I told you, yes, I'm looking forward to college football this weekend. Yes, be in the radio booth for Mississippi State and Auburn. I haven't been to Auburn at Jordan-Hare since they readjusted that whole thing, renovated it, and now the press box is down on one end, kind of in the corner. We're going to have a really goofy, not goofy, but just totally different view of the game from the Auburn press box than we do from any of the others. Most press boxes, they put you up on a 50-yard line, you can see the whole field, and you're looking at it from the side up high, but this is going to be a different viewpoint. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to all that. But I'm really looking forward to Sunday Night Football on NBC. Al Michaels, Chris Collinsworth, the Cowboys at the Saints in the Dome. Jerry Jones, owner of the Cowboys, knows they're going to have their hands full. Listen, from top to bottom down there, Mickey Lomas uh, and, of course, Sean. And uh, uh, they're, they're built for action and built to play and built to win football games. And they're thinking way ahead. They look around corners to use some cliches here. But that Teddy Bridgewater, everybody knows that he's a talented, talented uh, football player. And uh, he's very capable of, uh, with people like Sean Payton giving him, tutoring him, he's very capable of being all you want at quarterback. And so, uh, no, I don't don't see anything but uh, a real, real, uh, we're going to have to really have a lot going for us to get out of there with a win. When is the last time that the Cowboys played on the road in the kind of hostile road environment that they're going to see on Sunday night? Think about that question. How far back do you have to go back? Well, they played on the road in, what, week two against uh, the Redskins, but there was there, there were more Cowboys fans there than Redskins fans. That's just the truth. This whole deal, noise-wise and everything else, because the Saints fans in the Dome are a whole different animal. Dak Prescott, audio leaked. He was mic'd up for the game against the Dolphins. Listen to this piece of audio. He calls a play, and then he talks about he's basically hungry. Skip the flank right stack, 32-7, alert X foot. Oh, spicy nuggets are back. I might have to stop on the way home. How about that? He called the Shout play. Shout out to Wendy's. Skip the flank right stack, 32-7, alert X foot. Oh, spicy nuggets are back. I might have to stop on the way home. Sp- in the huddle. Spicy nuggets are back. I'm going to have to stop by on the way home. If Dak doesn't have a Wendy's endorsement deal, Roger, by the end of the week. Oh, it's probably done now. He needs to get a new agent. No question about it. And he's got, a, he got one of the best already. Right. All right. Fingers crossed that the homecoming queen will be in the studio next. Stick around. You're listening to The Matt Wyatt Show.
It really is almost like flying an airplane in here. You know, it certainly is for Roger if you could see what he has set up in front of him. But even here, I got more knobs and and buttons and little toggles and lights. I'm pretty sure it's harder to fly an airplane than <laughs> you doing this. Sorry. Dynamite drop in. Anna Sorry. Beth. The homecoming it's not queen. It's really that hard to fly. It's that landing. I'm getting... There you go. <laughs> now, I'm sure it's hard on Roger's end, but yeah. he's probably got a lot more buttons on his end than you do. Uh, yeah. You do have a lot, though. Yeah. I'll give you that. Yeah, well, it is. If you didn't hear the music, Matt, that was my fault. <laughs> right. Well, and what I mean is I've had a couple times here lately, like people are right now are watching on Facebook and Twitter. It's streaming live. Now, they can only see me. Last time you were here, Annabeth, Homecoming Queen, ladies and gentlemen, is uh, making a an, an return appearance on the show. Wednesday. Yep. Here on Wednesday, hump day. Last time you were here. Um, it was Wednesday. Oh, it was Wednesday last week? Or I don't know. Well, anyway, you were here, and we said you were going to come by before I turned the stream off and wave and say hello. We didn't do that. Sorry. Yeah, that's all right. So, last night, after the uh, film study dinner in Starkville. Big success. Yeah, it was fun. Eric Hallberg and the folks. He's did great. It. He's great guy. Aren't they great? Great staff. Yeah, the breakfast club in Starkville. And, of course, you can go and have lunch as well, not just breakfast, up until 2 p.m. We had catfish. And easy catfish. location. It's easy to get to. Yes, right by the high school. I can't get to anything, and I was able to get there <laughs> easily. Yeah. Um, so after it was over, we're in the parking lot. I'm packing stuff up. And my buddy Wade and his son, Grady, were there. Mm-hmm. Grady's almost as tall as he is, by the way. He's really growing fast. He's at the high school, and they were helping me. And so... Um, I, I forget how we got on the subject, but we were packing televisions back up into the vehicle. Yeah. And that's when we get on the subject of TV. And he said something about he had just gotten rid of uh, direct television and gone with, I think he went with Hulu TV. No. And I said. You've already told me that they do not have the Hallmark channel. Right. And that's, that's out. It. Well, that's out for us. It's well, not an option. That's why I told him. I said, look. We, we have Dish, but I, and I'd like to get rid of it, but yeah. I can't because we have a Hallmark. We're hooked on the Hallmark channel. I said, Annabeth must watch the Hallmark channel every day. Roger, do you watch Hallmark? Uh, not intentionally. <laughs> that was a polite way of saying no. Yeah. I, I don't dis- I, it's, it's one of those things like, you know, like food you eat, but you don't ever crave. Yeah, you know? that's a yeah. good, yeah. Well, it's my favorite channel, so. And, and here's the thing. By osmosis, You're not alone. It's, a lot, it's very popular. It's very popular. And by osmosis, I've watched a lot of it. You have. I, I can't help it. And your daughter loves it. Mary Liddy's eight years old. She loves it. And the best thing about it is the, the commercials, like if it's on the television and Mary Liddy's in the room, we don't have to worry about what she no. sees. And every other channel, the commercials are terrible. Even the networks. The networks especially, actually. And yeah. Matt, it could be worse. She, your wife could like HGTV. Oh, yeah, well, well, I do love like, that, Roger. I love well, that, too. But at least you're not on a constant diet of homes we'll never be able to afford. No, I don't watch that. <laughs> right. Right. And That's true. The thing, I love the Well, ones, our budget's only 750000 I'm all into the building tree houses and cabins in the wood, but I can't afford those either. I but, think the tiny houses may have been made for our budget. Right. But anyway, okay, so neat. we're talking about it last night. I say to them, yeah, we've got dish. I'd like to get rid of it, but I can't. 
you know, I would love to have YouTube TV. I could get everything I wanted, every sports package, anything well, I, I would want. I love all the sports, too. I, I, that's important. I could get it on YouTube, but YouTube TV doesn't have Hallmark. No. And I'm complaining, and he says, well, hold on. He says, I believe there is a Hallmark app. There is. That you can subscribe to. You can watch it anywhere, anytime. Including on these smart TVs like oh, this Oh, really? One. I didn't think of that. You can you can and on like Apple TV which we have. Mm -hmm. You can put the Hallmark app on there. Now here's what he said. He said he pulled it up on his How phone. How does he know? Did he do this? He had it on his phone. Oh, he has a Hallmark app on his phone. And I they, knew I loved Wade. <laughs> I love that. And so and I think what it is is you don't watch it live necessarily. It's just any of their programming is right there. Once they have debuted a show, is my understanding, you can go to the yeah, app. Yeah, but when and Christmas gets here, you want to watch the Christmas shows live. You don't want to see them later. I said. They're hey, brand new, like 50 new movies this year. 40 new Christmas yeah. movies or whatever. But apparently <laughs> they're on there. Live. <laughs> it's all pre-recorded. I need to see them. Right. When, when they, they air, debut. She needs if you got an Apple TV, you can just put, pop it from your iPhone right up there on your the big they, screen. But I yeah. need to see them when they're promoing them and they yeah. debut that Friday night. Okay, let's see right. if Mike has an answer. Mike from Brandon is on the Divinity Equipment phone line, says he may have a solution. Help uh -oh. me out, Mike. I got you. I can hook you up, Matt. No. Uh, my wife is hooked on Hallmark as well. Oh, Mike, and, what's her uh, name? What's her name? <laughs> Her, her name is Judy. Oh, I love Wilson. She watches the Hallmark Channel. Oh, I love your wife. She, <laughs> <laughs> look, she, but she's got to have them all. The, mur the murder mysteries one, and uh, oh, there's three She has of to have them. Lifetime, yeah. She's got yeah, them all. Yeah. So here's the, what the man-hating channel. Yeah, so what do we do, Mike? Uh, <laughs> Sling TV. Okay. Sling TV. And then the Hallmark Channels are like five bucks extra. You can oh. get the basic Sling for 20 bucks a month. And then the Hallmark Channel is an extra five, I believe. Or really? And I can't you remember. Become a Sling. Yeah, it's awesome. Okay, Sling. Sling, Sling TV. But here's what I think. I I think the I think the stumbling block on that was Sling does not offer you any kind of DVR. Mm. Yes, it does now. Oh. Does it now? Oh. Okay. Yes, it does now. It's five. It's five bucks a month too. Okay, well, That's five not bucks bad a at month. All. But if so, but if we can get a now, keep going. I'm sorry. This is what I do, man. I, I'm I'm a footballaholic, so mm -hmm. I watch. I cut on this. There's sling blue and there's sling orange. If you get them both, it's about forty bucks a month. Okay. And then the Hallmark is a little bit extra, and the DVR is a little bit extra. Okay. Uh, Hallmark is a hot thing at my house this time of year till Christmas. Absolutely. Yes. So I cut the sec the second tier of sling on. And the the Hallmark and the DVR on this time of year, and it stays on till after January, and then I cut it off. That's the beauty of all these streaming services now is you can pick and choose what you want, you want, and you don't have to do it year round. Uh, you don't have to. You're not. You're not a, in a contract. You can put it on this month and take it off the next. That's and true, so a la carte. Yeah. During the during during the sum during the summer and stuff when. There's not much on sports wise. I cut all the sports stuff off, and I get down to about twenty bucks a month. Wow! And this time of the year, it's about four, about forty five or forty nine, I think, with everything. It's great, man. I love it. And you I bet have a pretty good inner. And I bet y'all have a wonderful marriage. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a happy marriage. 
40 years. Oh, that's oh, wow. awesome. 40 years. Congratulations, yep. Mike. That that's is awesome. fantastic. Well, hey, listen, yeah. I appreciate Hail that. Hail State to you, and I'm going to look it up right now, Mike. Thank you very much. See, the last time I looked at Sling, the last time I looked at Sling, the problem was there was no DVR. If they give you Hallmark and DVR along with what Sling gives you on sports, we're switching. Happy wife, happy life. Well, I'm, so I'm saying this is yeah. all, yeah. it all hey. hinges on okay. you and the Hallmark channel. Yeah, well, it's, that's a big deal. Uh, um, <laughs> last night, so 13-year-old Grady. I say all the Hallmark movies have pretty much the same plot. You know what he says? Yep, they sure do. He said, a bakery? I went, yep, they all have a bakery. An author. On one side of the street is a good-looking guy. That a winery. A, a winery. Yeah, a yeah. vineyard. And Your a, daughter, just the other day, she was watching a movie with me, and she said, I'm smiling, and I didn't even mean to. These movies just make me smile. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> hey, and it's the best-looking. Every movie has the best-looking people you've ever seen. Yeah, they're pretty good-looking. <laughs> they so, really are. Everybody's so happy. the plots are different, only in maybe the good-looking people haven't met each other yet. Oh, yeah, they're going to meet. The story just revolves happy. around that happening. I'm telling you the story for the for happy every Hallmark endings, movie. Marriage. On one side of the street, the street, this really beautiful woman owns a bakery, but on the other side of the street, this really good-looking guy owns a bakery, and they compete, and they don't like each other because they're in a competing industry. But but they fall in one love. day, Roger, <laughs> she sees him walking happy, his dog happy down endings. the sidewalk. Happy endings. They have a lot of animals. You they know, the do Hallmark have a lot of animals channel on there. gives a lot of money to. Um, animal rescues across America, and so yeah. yeah, they're great. How about this on Twitter? Jason says, "This is the Hallmark uh, segment." This is apparently. Jason's way. No, no, this is good information that our listeners need to know. It is. Well, Jason <laughs> says that if Annabeth ever decides to do a sports show, I'm going to be mad and saying they took our jobs. Meaning, nice. he thinks you should be on the radio. Nice. I think so too. Uh, we're trying to work you in there. Jim on Twitter says. Hallmark Channel, where every bad guy can be identified by his leather jacket, hair gel, yeah. and lack of interest in the new business venture of the female protagonist. <laughs> that is well that's, done. That's pretty well said. <laughs> so, that is so I'm, I'm picking up that, that market research is indicating that women actually do not approve of men in hair products. They don't. Mm. What they um, really Jake is going to be devastated. What? Only unless you're um, John and Stamos, Uncle Jesse, you know, yeah, John House, Stamos. he could pr pretty much pull it off, but nobody Hey, else. and the great thing about him is that he didn't bribe his kids' way into college in real life. Poor Aunt Becky. Poor Aunt Becky. Way to go. Poor. She's going to go. recover from this, and she'll be back on the Hallmark Channel within two years. That's no, my prediction. I doubt it. Right after I disagree. <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> That's great. Jackson says, uh, Hallmark Channel is the bomb, and if anyone has anything to say about it, I'll challenge them to a to-the-death Christmas cookie bake-off. This is great. <laughs> I think Aunt I Becky love could make, make the move over to Lifetime for a more, you know, yeah. darker, yes. darker plot. She yeah. fits that better. Yeah, there you go. Y'all yeah. leave Aunt Becky alone. She's she becoming a bad lady. This has been the best decision. segment on radio <laughs> in America today. Today. All right. Hour two coming up. Y'all stick around. You're listening to The Matt Wyatt Show.